Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, Plowing Through the Manure Online. Happy anniversary, guys. There's been a lot lately. A lot of manure. Yeah. Yeah. I think manure is actually what you give someone for their second anniversary because that's what we're celebrating. Happy days. Yay, girls. Yeah. Hey, Karen. Yeah, sorry. Putting on my socks. Putting on your socks. (laughs) Oh, man, Karen. It's early for Karen. We're recording bright and early Monday morning, which should not be allowed by anyone. Yeah. Ever. Now, see, I love mornings. Morning I love mornings. That's Jen, you, you are? You're a morning person? I that am. Love me. mornings. I'm an okay morning person. I'm kind of an okay any time person until about 8 o'clock at night. Meh. And then if you expect me to do anything Meh. after 8 p.m., you better have a pillow and a blanket. Because especially in the wintertime, I am like... I, if I make it to nine, it's a good night. Like Carl will ask me, like, do you want to watch this show? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we'll start watching it. And then about 845, it's like I have narcolepsy. Like I am fine. I am wide awake. I'll even think to myself, wow, I feel awake. And then next thing I know, I'm waking up and it's 10 o'clock. And he's like, do you want to go to bed? I was <laughs> like, I've been waiting for you to ask this question all my life. So um, so anyway, I did not mention, but we are a part of the Global Ag Network as well. Um, have our, a lot of friends and stuff over there and it is our two year anniversary. It is. Can you believe it? Seriously. Two I can't. Years. Honestly. It's just like, it's totally just a conversation on the phone. It's one of the highlights of, of my week. Honestly, you know, it's like, oh yay, we get to talk yeah. today. And if people want to listen, they can. Yeah. If they want to tune in. Uh, they can and it's fun and I enjoy it. Yeah, I definitely did not think um, when we started this, I, you know, I didn't know. I guess I didn't know what to expect just simply because who knew? You didn't think our relationship would last. I, not you? two years. No, I've had very, I've Aww. only had a handful of relationships last longer than like three months. Apparently I'm annoying. I don't know. Or I get annoyed one or the other. But not by you guys. I heart your faces. Is Karen, no, Karen I'm here. Sleep. I just have a sore throat and my nose. I can't breathe very well. So I'm just kind of comatose. Sorry. Karen's basically dying. <laughs> yeah. So. It's been like this for a week and I'm just. Uh, oh, do you have a man cold? Yeah, I do. I feel like I do. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Colds suck, man. I, I, that's what we keep having. Like this, our speech therapist keeps coming and she's like, uh, do you want to join the play groups? Because they have these play groups they get together like Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And she's like, come to these play groups. And I'm like, I'm a germaphobe between the months of like November and March. I do not like access to other people. I don't like touching things without carrying my germ hand sanitizer stuff. Like, because people are disgusting. Like, and they all are like germ balls. And so then throw together like a bunch of three-year-olds or younger and my no, came from but, the cesspool of kindergarten and preschool. Yeah. And that ugh, it freaks me out because then that, that's what she'll say to me. My speech therapist will be like, well, you know, we're looking at starting preschool after spring break. So you're really not going to have this option. And the next year he'll be in preschool. And I'm just like, yeah, just ignorance is bliss. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> so because I'm not looking forward to it because we've been knock on wood 
relatively, you know, much healthier this year than last year when we were traveling all over God's freaking creation. So, see, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm a peopleophobe. <laughs> oh, that too. You know, I saw something and I retweeted it the other day, and it is so accurate because I feel like a lot of times people, especially when you have like the amount of followers that we do, because we both have several, all three of us have several thousand followers, right? So inevitably you're going to like piss someone off or get involved in some sort of conversation that you don't want to be involved in because people will tag you in random shit or you'll respond and like everyone will read it completely wrong because you can't in you know like infer tone through written which you should be able to because honestly if you just read my tweets kind of with a shitty tone you're right (laughs) which sometimes is why things end badly because i think everyone does that with the the three of us but so i saw this you know and it going off your people of phobe and it's really really true and it was like sometimes those who don't socialize much aren't actually antisocial. They just have no tolerance for drama, stupidity, and fake people, which is me. Exactly. Which is me. I'm a peopleophobe. I won't lie. I mean, I get my energy from... That's why I like Twitter, I think, is because it's like being with people, but alone without And people, people. you never have to yeah. see in real life. <laughs> yes. Well, it's why I love Twitter for the most part, but there's... There's like this group of people that seem to like upon each other and for some freaking reason I feel like our names get brought up in their conversations a lot and I'm like listen I literally talk to my girls talk ag homies and like Sean and Berto and Debbie if he's still alive because I haven't heard from him since he's been in Vegas but right you know like I've got a couple other yeah. friends like cash traders that I talk to I'll chat with Jim Smith every now and again about what's taking place you know some farmers here or there you know, we're focusing on a new business thing. I've got a lot of work. I've got a two and a half year old who has special needs. I don't need to be involved in your dramatic bullshit. So if you're me, oh, if- I don't. <laughs> I have no time. I have no time for drama. Somebody, somebody tweeted some shit to me the other day about. I only have nine cows. Yeah, I know. I make perfectly clear that my cows are my hobby herd. Yeah. I mean, I love my cows, but they're a hobby. I'm fully aware nine cows are a hobby herd. So I think that I don't need your crap telling me when I get excited about calving that I should have more or I don't know what. Right? Yeah, you don't know. You don't know how hard it is. You don't know how bad my weather is. You don't know. That's the only negative I will say that has come from. A, having the podcast, right? Because people assume that they know certain things about certain things. And B, Twitter. I love Twitter because I've made some awesome, awesome, awesome friendships. I've met you guys. I wouldn't have met you guys. We wouldn't have decided to do this podcast two years ago. Yeah, people wouldn't have the the privilege of of our inner (laughs) conversation. Right? But I think sometimes the fact that we are so open and willing to share and all of these things, you know, is maybe part of the reason that, um, and we end up getting immersed in some of the less than desirable. Uh, I think just the fact that we're women, they try and pull us into conversations that we don't necessarily even want to talk about. I think they think or that, that we don't agree with. Yeah. Just because we're women doesn't mean we're on one side or the other of an argument. Well, I think they expect us to want to feed on the drama. And that's not us. Like, that's why I love you guys. Like, that's why you're, 
you know, my friends is yeah. that you, you know, are a great merchandiser. I am an agronomist and Jen is a farmer. That's what we are. We're not yeah. trying to make a career out of being a woman in ag. And I think that's the point. Oh, that's such a key phrase right there. Making a career out of being a woman in ag. Yeah. Just do your job. Do your job. Be happy. I mean, I don't know. I. Sorry. I just I started totally a whole bunch of drama agree. that people are probably going to bitch about, but you know what? <laughs> oh, well. my if mom's not going to be mad. So we've got like, we, it's two years in and we've, we've made it to like six listeners. So. I know. Right. You know, think, and you still get invited awesome. to Christmas. So I, I think, think we're, we're okay. Yeah. Family yeah. Christmas. She's required by law, <laughs> but no, I think, and so that's like one of the things, you know, and, and that's what we were going to like, let's talk about our two year anniversary. And I just had some like things to gripe about for a quick hot minute because I have had over the last, like, well, last week, especially like last week really kind of pushed me to the um, F yeah. Twitter sort of standpoint in my existence, which is saying something because I have had those instances with all of those ass bags from like new ag talk that came over there for like three weeks to, well, three days, whatever. <laughs> we don't want your politics, Angie. And we only want like, your oh. more free marketing advice. Right. <laughs> I guess she's yeah, a mega exactly. bitch was kind of what they discovered quickly because I give zero fucks about what you think about the things that I think. But um, this past week was really one of them where it was like, well, I heard that you told so-and-so, such-and-such. No, honey, no. Like, first of all, I don't need, I don't gossip. I'm not okay? 13. Thank you. Yes. This is not high school. Well, I don't need to be involved in your bullshit. If that's what you're doing, then yay for you. You deal with it. But if someone's telling you that I was telling someone else something, probably not likely. Have I talked to that yeah. person? Sure. Has that person told you that I was the one that told blah, blah, blah? No, because I know this person and he's not a gossip either. So f off. Like that's kind of how I felt about well, the entire thing. And, and the whole thing was, you have a tweet about me. No, I don't. Yeah. If you think it's about you, that's a personal problem. Yeah. If the shoe fits, I guess you can wear it. Yes, exactly. But it doesn't mean that I gave it to you. Or what put is it that on your saying? Foot. There was something that said, um, if you think that everything is about you, you might want to look in the mirror and not. Um, crap. Now I can't remember what it was, but it was a really good saying. I'll have to figure it out, find it and post it again. Right. Eventually you'll figure it out again. But, you know, and then um, the deal with the the. Um, what the tweet heard around the world. I don't know. It twisted the hell out That's of some funny. aunties. Um, oh yeah. For no yeah. reason. Oh, I think I'm lost I on mean, that one. I'm not sure what the tweet heard around the world. You were the one, <laughs> the one, the one that we dealt with all last week about oh. the misunderstanding that you experienced. Oh. Right. I mean, that's, it was like, well, you're belittling someone. No, I'm not, not belittling anyone. Like, this is not me. Just having an opinion. Yeah. It's just an opinion. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to it. Just because my opinion's different than yours does not mean right. that and, I am. And quite honestly, the three of us have different opinions on stuff. Quite often. Yeah. yeah but I tweeted yeah. from all of us. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, you don't have to be huh, sorry. I mean, that's, no, you don't I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't the least bit. And that's why I mean, it was kind of funny because it was like, well, they attacked me. And then I was like, well, how, how were you attacked? 
And then I never heard anything after that. And it's like, we're not here to attack anyone. I wasn't attacking. I just made a comment that I wished it had gone differently. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish the entire thing would have gone differently because you can't have a conversation about a situation in any sort of industry if you can't look at things from multiple sides. Like That's exactly right. I mean, you should be able to look at things. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean you're right. It means that... It means that everyone has a different opinion and it needs to be looked at. That's, I mean, that's simply all it was. It's not. That's what an yeah. opinion is. Yeah, coming in with <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're, I get it. I just, it's just really one of those things that I think has come as a side effect of it. But the positive, I would say, and since we spent 10 minutes, <laughs> happy Monday. I'm, you're going to listen to me, bitch. But, um, you know, the positive that's come from it is all of the women that have reached out and said, thank you for sharing your crazy. I like that. You know, the yeah, that's been fun. that have come to us, even the men, I mean, all, all one of them. Um, and, you know, been like, dude, your podcast cracks me up. Like, it's like the dirty secret for dudes in agriculture that they listen to us. Like, I don't think they tell Hi, Mike. Anyone. Hi, Stan. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Who listens to girls talk egg? Definitely not me, because I am totally a dude. And you know, like, but um, you know, I think that's been cool. Like figuring that part out. The people that listen, I have made new friends from the podcast. Like I have a a friend, Hi Ken, that I trade wheat with that he listens, and he's like, I feel really like a voyeur because I know so much about what's going on in your life, and you know nothing about what's going on in mine. And then we trade grain together and it's weird. And I'm like, it's not weird. Like if I didn't want anyone to know, I wouldn't say it, you know. And and then there's Chris Campbell. Hey, you didn't tell me that until I listened to the podcast. I'm like, I don't know. At least he listens. Carl and I yeah. still have the oversharing battle. Like you shouldn't put that on Twitter. Oh, well, Chris listens because he's nosy. He's like, I just need I to just know, need what to you're know what's people. going on. Right? <laughs> I just need to know that you didn't tell anyone about the silk panties that I bought for myself last week. <laughs> I think that's what Chris wants to listen for. That was Angie, Chris, not <laughs> Whatever, me. Chris. I didn't, I didn't even tell her that in a DM. So. <laughs> I just guessed because you looked like you had a better pep in your step. So <laughs> I figured that, you know, the dudes were cradled a little bit better. But I don't, I just. I think it's been a blast, though. I really do. It's gotten a little bit harder since I've moved back to Michigan to, like, schedule time because I feel like I'm busier. Right. We're not a priority in your life. I, Come on. You really are. It's just there's other priorities. <laughs> like, you're on the list. It's just become weirdly busy. Wait a minute. I made a list. You did. I'm on a list. I'll put it on Twitter oh. later. It's, like, okay. the two of you, <laughs> and that's it. But... I, yeah, it's just been, it's been more fun. I don't travel as much, but I'm busier. So like, well, well, you go into the office a lot more. Now. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. I, I mean, I missed it. I didn't realize how much, and I'll be completely honest. Um, I did not realize how depressed I was in Iowa, like seriously battling, I'm going to say a case of the blues because I don't want to take away from someone that, you know, because you always have to be careful, right? Because everyone always has worse experiences anyway. We've discovered that because we're on Twitter. But I just really was, I was at the point where I didn't like, you know, I didn't, 
I didn't take care of myself at all. Um, I was just kind of like, blah. I was always at a home. daily a daily donut will always make you right. Better. That's what I wasn't even doing that. So um, oh, that's sad. Yeah, to be back in Michigan now, like it's nice. I can go into the office. I can have adult like I can have conversations with actual adults. Like Carl and I work for the same company now, so we get to do lunch. Um, which I always wondered how it would work if we worked together. And at first it was not necessarily what you would call a smooth transition, but now we're getting into the groove. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about what that looks like in another episode. Yeah. You got a new venture going yeah. on this year. We have a new thing going on on that side. I'm working on some other projects when it comes to like education um, and, and things like that. Like I just, I'm happy and excited again, where before I was just like going through the motions you know, and I, it's a traumatic birth. We had a surprise diagnosis of shit. I was living away from my family. I was, you know, traveling a lot. I had no routine, blah, blah, blah. And so now here I am and I'm like, you know what? This is awesome. Let's rock and roll. So it gets, it's a little bit more difficult, which makes us spottier on releases, it feels like. But we'll get into the groove again. So what would you guys say is the biggest change for you over the last two years? <laughs> you oh wow yeah I, wow. you didn't know there was going to be a quiz right <laughs> personally per, obviously i mean over the last two years this has been this place has been like my safe place and even though it's like i know it's being recorded and sent out to the world it's it's a weekly conversation that makes me feel better i mean obviously I, last summer was you know a shithole i fell down into um with the cancer and um, I'm going to need you girls this year because you know, we're giving up hogs. So that's going to change. That's going to rock my world a lot because that's, you know, a lot of my um, day to day work. Um, so I'm still going to find you a job with ag in the classroom. We I'm still got to. lots of, sh yeah, we still, we got, we still got lots of shit to talk about. So should I can't even remember what I did yesterday, let alone two years. <laughs> I mean, you still travel. I mean, you still have your meetings, what, spring and fall, right? Uh, winter and summer, yeah. Winter and summer, spring and fall, yeah. And so, I mean, and you, you spend a lot of time on your computer doing your input data for farmers and for soil testing. And yeah. plus the girls are, I mean, one's in kindergarten, One's in preschool, one's going to kindergarten next year. Yeah, so it's busy, and we have dance, and we have, you know, it's Wednesday at the church, and we have all kinds of extracurricular activities. It seems like someday I'm going to be able to sleep again, but I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, I would say, your biggest yeah. change, Karen, is that you went from two at home, constantly at home, trying to figure out how you were going to work, you know, around their schedule and their needs and well and i was still jumping yeah. our preschool is 10 miles away so i have to go there at least twice a day drop off and pick up and so yeah. next year they'll both be hopefully in the same school cross your fingers and um you know they'll drop them off in the morning and pick them up in the afternoon so maybe at some point i'll have an actual life back i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah good luck with that when they're like 25 and then you'll be sad <laughs> I think. I think if I just That's don't have correct. to run during the middle of the day. I mean, it's been that way for three years now. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's for me. I'm, 
partially freaked out. Like I had had this mindset to where I wasn't sure, you know, like two months ago, he was not prepared for separation that would come with doing the preschool thing. So I was like, well, we're not going to do preschool, not even a little bit. And now we're talking about, like I said, after spring break, which is next month. And he, I'm still freaked out by it, but that's going to change my existence. Like, um, that's, so what is that an all day preschool? No, is that just, a it'll hours? be morning. It'll be, he'll do morning. I believe. I mean, I, I guess I have to figure it, that out with them, but I'll take him in and drop him off because the school bus freaks me out, especially like a three-year-old on the school bus. But I mean, it's just is it public preschool. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But it's part of the early access stuff. Yeah. So in the state of Michigan, you know, if you have a child with special needs or you have income, limits. Like it's an income-based or need-based program that's done through the school. And so in the state of Michigan and in the state of Iowa, I think it might be like this pretty commonly across the the country. There's actually some that have a two-year preschool um, in some states, which I, (laughs) the thought of that like makes me break out into hives. You know, he was not prepared at two, but um the service, so the early access stuff, they come into your home and we do therapies. We have occupational speech and physical therapy each week. And um, so they come into your home and, and do those therapies. But at the age of three, you age out of that and it becomes the school's responsibility. Okay. And so then the school therapists have to take it over. And since his birthday is May 30th, we were concerned, I was concerned um, that that would mean, because the school obviously is closed in the summertime. And so you have to be able to prove that he needs that therapy or else then you have to find private, which is fine. a private therapy, which we may end up doing anyway, but then you have to drive into Lake Lansing and that adds a whole amount of, you know, another hour yeah, that's a, yeah. to my, you know, to the time, to the therapy sessions and stuff like that. And, and, uh, um, so what we're trying to do, and it's always this like catch 22 or like this weird, because you're constantly wanting to show how typical your child's development is, you know, like, oh, he can do this and he can do that and he can do all of these things. But in order to receive the services that you need, you want him to classify as like definitely not cutting the mustard. So it's really right now we're in like this enigma, so to speak, of we have to go through speech evaluations and physical therapy evaluations and all of these evaluations where at the end they'll tell you all of the ways your kid is, you know, not up to, yeah, not, not typical. Sorry. No, it's true. It's not, that's how it is. It's typical. Not, you know, not developing on a normal scale, you know, and, uh, that's just one of those added stressors of like, okay, cool. I don't know. You get used to it, but then you don't, but then you do. And so, well, you're a mom. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to it. Then there's a lot to process. Well, and then there's a lot for you to yeah. take in that they're saying about your child. And I'm grateful for a lot of reasons. Like I've had friends that have had children with health issues or developmental issues, but because they don't have a classified diagnosis, the mom has to fight so much harder to get the services or the health care that they need. You know, I had a, a friend in one of my groups and I don't know if I talked about it in our Rockin' It podcast or not, but her little one was aspirating on fluids and because she had no diagnosis and looked, you know, totally normal on the outside from a developmental chart standpoint, all of this crap, she, she just kept getting, she had pneumonia like 18 times in the first two years of her life. And finally I said, has she been checked 
to see if she's aspirating fluids and and the mom was like well what no she's not asked that's you know it was basically like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard and finally a doctor was like based on the you know the continued occurrences of pneumonia we think that she needs a swallow study and they figured out she has all of these like deletions in her immune system and her ability to swallow oh my gosh. and so like you just never know, you know what I mean? Like some of the yeah. things that you're going to have to battle. So at least I feel fortunate that we know the battle and we know, you know, how to get through it. It's just added stress sometimes that you just really are like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that side. But so, yeah, I mean, I totally feel you in that where if I didn't have you guys, I'd have probably lost my mind a long time ago. You were my lifeline when I was out West. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have, friends out there it's very you know they always talk about iowa nice but it's it that classifies if you were born there i I I agree with that Um, i mean i lived there for two and a half years and i always felt like you know if you weren't yeah if you didn't start there you didn't necessarily belong there and that's not to be mean to anyone in iowa because i do love going to visit but living there was just not it was not a great experience for me yeah, I taught, you know, I worked in classes and had farmer speaking engagements and stuff like that. I knew, met tons of great people. The folks at Market to Market are awesome, you know, but I'm glad to yeah, be home. I was too. <laughs> so, but if it, yeah. you know, I really appreciate you guys over the last two years. I bought you all a bag of cotton balls. They're <laughs> on their way. I Amazon Prime them because cotton is the two-year gift or whatever. And we appreciate, you know, all of the listeners Definitely. Most of them anyway. We do. I mean, you know. You know what? Even if you don't agree with everything we say and you're listening and you're polite. Yes. And can accept different, you know, views on things. I think that's awesome. Yeah. We are definitely pro doing what you want to do. So. You do. But that means we get to do us too. So don't bitch about it. Exactly. You do you. Let everyone else do them. Don't copy anybody. Right? I do myself quite often. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. That's, I'm a mom. We don't do those kind of things. But on that note, right? Yay. Yep. Two years. Hang in there. We'll, we're going to get the groove back. Yeah, Hang we'll in there. Into our groove. It'll be fun. Pretty soon, Jen will be talking from the planting tractor. God, I hope. Yes, I know. What Twitter needs more than point. anything is spring. Yeah. 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 I've hit plant 19. Let's come I've on. I've hit that point in my life right now that every winter happens where you're like, oh my God, what if spring forgot about us? What if we're in winter forever? Yeah. Well, last year we so, didn't have spring. We went straight to I, summer. So I'm not sure. That is true. I hope we don't come do on, that again. Bring on global warming. Right? Let's warm this up. Yeah. So. Well, we appreciate you guys. We're going to wrap this up. I got a naked kid. I got to get dressed and off to preschool here. So Karen's got, I'm sure the yep, same. kindergartner this morning. Probably yeah. herself. I am dressed. Thank you. Well, I don't yeah. know. Oh. I'm dressed enough to go to school <laughs> in a minivan and turn around and come home. Right? If I get pulled over, I'm not going to get arrested for indecent exposure. So that's all that matters. Go, yeah, so. Karen. That is true. Yeah. So, all right, you guys have a good one. We'll be back next week.